0: I guess yeah. I should, we should introduce the podcast. <laughs> that. What? Well, yeah, stepping aside from the drama.
1: Well, welcome one and all to the podcast, Catnip and Chill. Welcome back for another episode. In this episode, we're just going to recap how we've been doing with our um, resolutions since the new year started and how we've been following through with some of those things. Uh, I think in our new year's resolution episode, we talked about some things we were really focusing on. So one of them was Dry January, which is something Chriselle and I both participated in, and um, I'm still going strong. I haven't had alcohol for the whole month, so I got what? How many days left? Two more days. Today's the last day of the month. Ah, uh, no, thirty-first is the last day of the month. <laughs> yeah, today's the last day. What day is today? Thirty-first. Just 34. kidding. I don't the day of the month anymore.
0: <laughs> See,
1: I'm like I've been doing it for so long. i like I got two more days to wait it out. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. No, you're done. I, I finished dry right January over the weekend because we had a blizzard and I said, I'm going to celebrate the blizzard. <laughs> so we went out to dinner for the first time in a few weeks. And then we got wine because as you know, we went to our sushi place. And when I walk in the door, our friendly waiter is always there asking us if we want our usual and he just shows up with alcohol and it's really nice so and then I had Prosecco on Saturday because yes. it, it snowed it was blizzard and I said party because we had our snow nachos so
1: we didn't have any alcohol, I'm done. alcohol yet but I will probably do it for my husband's birthday like around the fifth and maybe I'll have a glass then
0: I mean it was okay not having alcohol I did find myself like needing something to do on Saturday night and Friday night with like myself I was like oh well usually I have like alcohol I get a little rowdy and then I and then I fall asleep but then it was like nothing to do I was like oh okay well because it's like that whole winter feeling where it's like dark at like five o'clock and you just like I'm guess I'm just gonna stay awake for an appropriate time to go to bed because there's nothing to do because there's nowhere to go because of COVID (laughs) so I'd find myself like bored and I'm like okay well I guess I'll just go to bed didn't have anything to do, but I guess my drinking has improved since 2020 because during the, the real beginnings of the pandemic, when everybody was stressed out, it would be like, oh, wine Tuesday, wine Thursday, wine Friday, wine Saturday. I was like, well, this is very unsustainable wine habit now to be drinking all through the week and then go to work and you're just like tired because you can't sleep well, blah, blah, blah. But it's right now it's Friday and Saturdays and keep the wine to those two days.
1: Like I don't have, I feel like my skin's a lot better, not being, not drinking so much. I feel more hydrated, less dehydrated. Mm-hmm. As you know, wintertime, it's more dry. Like there's no moisture in the air.
0: I'll curl my hands. So right really
1: stay hydrated. So I noticed that like my skin seems healthier. Um, I sleep well because I noticed that one time because one of the side effects of drinking too much can be like, can cause insomnia. And I remember one night I had a couple of glasses and I just couldn't fall asleep. And I just had like the weirdest, Dreams in and out, and I've been able to. I sleep better since I don't drink alcohol. um I don't really have, haven't had any headaches or migraines. um It's really good, and overall I feel good. Like I mean, and not like I was drinking heavily before, but when I would drink, I probably would drink like one of those like little serving size bottles, like those small ones. Like if I would buy like I don't know how many ounces in that thing, like a small like prosecco, and I drink the whole thing by myself, which is probably like. I want to say it's probably two glasses servings in that thing Definitely. in one go. Cause my husband doesn't really drink. So I'd be like, oh, more for me. So um, <laughs> it's not good. So I think I've noticed that. And one thing I also did on top of dry January is I tried to kick the habit of soda. So I was like, I'm not going to have soda for the whole month of January because I'm very addicted to Coca-Cola, I love it. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to get off of it. It's not healthy, it's empty calories. Uh, I will say when we lost our cat, Daniel, I was a little sad and I I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have some soda. I just need soda this one time. So I drank it that one day because, you know, when you're sad and upset, you just want comfort items. So soda was my comfort item. I had comfort food at the time to, you know, get me through that moment. But then I kind of said, okay, now I need to not have any more soda. So I did break down once and have soda for the whole month. But other than that, for the other 30 days of -hmm. this month, I've been soda free. There was even a can of soda that my husband accidentally bought like I think two weeks ago with some Chinese food we had ordered and I was like, you know I can't have that. Like I'm on a (laughs) soda cleanse. He's like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. So it's been literally I didn't know. (laughs) It's it's been sitting in the bottom of my fridge, just hanging out (laughs) to remind me not to drink it.
0: Oh my God. I did soda. I did a little soda. I mean Michael needed something else to drink besides like beer and stuff. So soda was a nice compromise. I mean I never drank too much soda to begin with. So I only had a few cans this whole month. Usually, what did I start doing during the pandemic? Seltzer. I don't know why I like seltzer now. Flavored seltzer is really good. I just never liked it. And then like one time I was just like, I'm just going to try this. And I didn't even like it when I tried it. And now it's just like, look, I have a can right now of seltzer.
1: It's flavored. it's good lime mm-hmm. water to make water more interesting i would just infuse it with stuff so i'd infuse it with um, like lemon or limes, sometimes fresh oranges or whatever food i like to make it uh, flavorful and i was drinking lots of water which is really healthy for me help cleanse everything out mm-hmm. and hydrate your body and i did i still drink coffee like one cup in the morning every day and sometimes i'd make like either a hot chocolate when i felt like it or tea my husband loves tea so I would do that. And that's what we like our drinks, especially like during the, the um, storm, I was like, ooh, hot tea or a little cup of cocoa or something, They toasty warm. And that's, that'll be our um, other options because we weren't really that dependent on the other things. And If I did miss soda, again, like you said, I would go with the seltzer water because still get the bubbles that you're craving, the carbonation. I like the bubbles. Filter. So who doesn't like bubbles?
0: Mm-hmm. You don't
1: like bubbles, boring.
0: <laughs> if you're boring, just say so.
1: <laughs> you're basically. <fake signaling. laughs>
0: oh no
1: and the other thing I've been doing too is like which also helps with the hydration is like I've been doing a lot of the peloton so I've been doing that I'm I fall in love with bar class where I was almost to the point where like oh, I should change my username from what it is now and just call myself barbie like you know bar oh
0: my god <laughs> how cute is that I was like I should have gone
1: change it right now to barbie
0: oh my god I I did have- Bar class last week actually with them. I did like disco bar. Oh my god, I wanted to die. It was so hard. <laughs> it was only like ten minutes too because I'd already done some other stuff, and I was like, "Oh, let me just do a bar class." Oh, it's so hard, but it's very satisfying, and I do get that like I get to pretend that I'm a ballerina. Sorry, it's hard. I'm, I'm yachting <laughs> but, uh, Yeah, I get to pretend that I'm a ballerina, which I really like, um, but it is very hard. Very yeah, nice. like,
1: hold that grand plié for four minutes and I'm like I'm shaking I need to stand up
0: you feel that shaking that's good good It's like okay. your small muscles working I'm like they don't know what to do the
1: worst part of the arms where you have to have your arms out at all times in small circles and then hold it and in wide circles and then up and down and oh in front I no
0: know. I know my
1: arms get so tired yeah my arms and I did that with my husband I did one bar class with my husband 45 minutes I think it was the lower body was hard for him but the upper body, because he does a lot of things with upper body all day long, he mm-hmm. can hold his arms up. I kept being like a bird, like, okay, okay, down and up again. <laughs> I was constantly failing with upper body stuff, but he was kind of like just there. But if it was legs, he was shaking. His foundation is terrible. <laughs> oh
0: my God, that's funny.
1: I really like the bar class. I do love my cycling. And what else I do? I love my meditation. Like, I didn't, I remember being a person, because I'm a person that's constantly busy. And I cannot quiet my mind. Like if I'm sitting still, I'm running a checklist, thinking about things, questions for the universe. My mind's always going somewhere. So I was like, meditation's never going to work for me. It's not going to be my thing because I just can't shut up my brain. But I discovered that I can because when you're listening to the instructor, which I love, Chelsea Jackson, I know a lot of people love her. She's amazing. She is yeah. my guru. She's nice. Um, she says it's acceptable to have thoughts. And when she says that, My thoughts stop for some reason. It's like the the inverse. They're kind of like, it's okay, cool, awesome. And then I'll just start listening to the sounds of the soundtrack behind her and I no longer hear her voice. And I just kind of zone off on the the sound waves from the music she's playing. And then I go into a good place where I'm not quite asleep, but I'm not quite awake either. And I'm like really zen. Where (laughs) then it feels like all of a sudden it's been two minutes and she's like, time to open your eyes. I'm like, no, I don't
0: want to do it
1: restart. <laughs> so exactly. And um, I love it because it just, it really puts my mind and body at ease. And I love that during meditation, she tells you to check in with your body, like sense where you have certain tension and relax it. And I'll notice it too, Because I'll lay there thinking I'm relaxed. And she's like, you know, it's time to check your shoulders and your jaw. They relax. I'm like, Oh, they're not, the you know, like, and you get to know, like your body's telling you stuff, but you don't, know, you know, check in sometimes. So I really like that. And it helps you sleep and it helps me kind of like focus during the day. Sometimes I'll do like a session or two or just one long session in a night, just to kind of zone out. Um, and then yoga is a plus or minus, but I like prefer the slow yoga, because if you're going too fast, I don't know what it is about me, but I get like nauseous, just moving <laughs> from like up and down in Cobra and turn and crush your body. I'm like, what, what, what are we doing now? So slow, uh, close.
0: I, I can't get, I can't. Meditate well yet, like my brain again is one of those two that doesn't turn off, and even in meditation, it just doesn't. And then I start thinking about other things, and then I don't even hear what's happening in meditation. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, blah 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 blah. It just my brain doesn't stop ever. Um, so that's still a pro. That's a work in progress. I do use the Headspace app too, and I used to use that a lot to help me to fall asleep. Which I liked. I still do like, but yeah, the sit—they're always like sit up, or if you lay down, I can't do it laying down because I'll just fall asleep immediately. But yeah, sitting up is usually like uncomfortable. I have to find like a good spot. I don't know. Meditating is just hard because I'm always like, this is exactly what's happening in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Let me find another spot. Let me just this. Let me do this. What I have to do? Did I take the laundry out? Like this is the train of thought garbage that goes through my mind during meditation. It just won't stop. But you get to find, I think the
1: best thing is to find what works for you. Like, I think a couple of times my husband did it sitting up and I would always do it lying down because I'm a person, I guess, intuitively, spiritually, I like to be literally grounded to the earth. I like to feel the strength of the earth supporting me at all times. This is why I'm, I guess I'm always barefoot because I love to be barefoot. Um, and I've always been that person, even when I was like practicing martial arts and I was doing Taekwondo like I, when every time I took a stance, it was always a firm stance. I was never like bouncing light on my feet when they wanted me to, cause I just had to be grounded. That's is where my energy came from. So whenever I do the meditation, I literally lie down in like a, was it a Shavasana? With my legs straight out, my arms out, my yeah. palms up. And I just let myself go. Cause I'm like letting the earth kind of hold me in its hands and saying it's okay. And I just like literally allow myself to let myself go because you have to give yourself that permission. Cause if you're a person that you're you're holding yourself back, it's hard. You have to be like, all right, just take me. As if, as kind of like as if you're dying, kind of like just saying, take me, Lord, just, let's go. But in a good way. And that's how I'm able to relax. I'm able to be like, oh. and I think what you have to do too is like support yourself wherever it hurts. Like I literally put two mats on top of each other because if not, I think they'll press on my, the back of my hip bones and I'll get like a little numb or like the base of my neck has to be a certain position when laying down. So I find those things so I'm more comfortable and just kind of zone out. But she does another session where you can literally, like, it looks cozy. Like, she definitely has, like, a blanket on her feet and she's just all warm, wrapped up. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do that session.
0: (laughs) See, that'll just fall right asleep. Yeah, the um, laying down is kind of hard on my lower back. I have a very tight lower back since I started running again. So, like, that hurts. I have to, like, put my knees up to, like, flatten my lower back. It's like a pain in my butt. But, yeah, I mean... I've been exercising like every day. I think I only missed like three days this month or something, which is pretty impressive. I haven't exercised today yet because I was doing a whole bunch of stuff in the house and then texting people early this morning. Um, but I'll probably end up doing some yoga since it's like too cold to go for running. And now it's all icy on the road and I don't want to slip and die. As someone that has no health insurance. So that's not good, but I do. I do like the yoga. I've always liked the yoga. Um, I still would like a spin bike. These are I have things on my to buy list when I get a job and start making money again. Cute workout clothes, a spin bike, you know, the huge. Maybe Peloton will start giving away bikes at this rate because you know they've had all this really bad press lately. now they're they're struggling bus over there apparently. But whatever.
1: They only had the price because of a shipment or whatever they said it was.
0: Well, they're just not doing well with the bikes because people are able to go back to the gym go out so they're not selling as many bikes so now they have to increase the price to compensate for the fact that they're not selling as many bikes and didn't sell as many over christmas like they anticipated um they've had a lot of bad press lately but anyway i don't care i really love the app I really like the instructors on there and i will continue to use it because it's the only app only exercise system that i've consistently stuck with for like a whole month
1: i agree I like it too, because I think maybe it has like, it does have a conditioning effect where it's training, it's conditioning you to want to work out because you want to get that achievement. Like, yeah, I want
0: to get that medal, that little um, thumbs up or that you did this challenge. Good for you. I am on 99 workouts. The next workout I do is my hundredth. and I'm going to get a little thing. And I'm trying to figure out what workout do I want to do? Do I want to do a live one? and see if I can get a shout out in a live class I don't know but I'm very excited I'm at almost 100 I just have to figure out what class to do um to get my 100 little achievement thing I'm very excited they send you an email with like they're like oh you're almost at 100 this is a message from your favorite trainer or something and I was like <sighs> like right now like my
1: favorite people is like I love Hannah Corbin she's kind of like mm-hmm. my go-to fun party girl um of course Cody Rigsby is fun who doesn't love Cody Rigsby um who else do I have I have Alex Toussaint who does a lot of the cycling class he's cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've done one with Jess King she's good and Ali loves good too so I have like my trainers I go all the time to do um I haven't worked out that much I think I've only done how many things I've done I'm looking at my thing. I only done 27 workouts because I've been busy in between. And I did take this whole weekend off. I'm like, number one, it was my birthday weekend. Number two, it was a blizzard. So I'm like, I'm going to veg off for these three days because I deserve it. And I'm going to sit in front of the TV and play my Pokemon Arceus because I am a gamer.
0: And that really oh, hey, to- that's exactly what I did this weekend. Like I did we shoveled and then we did like nothing. And then we shoveled and then we did nothing again and had snow nachos watch TV. Did you watch um Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness on Netflix? Not yet, and it came out on my birthday. Oh, it's really it's a cute cute show. I really like it. I don't know how many more episodes I have to do. i watched a bunch. But it's so cute. Well, I, have- I was be, like
1: watching The Bridgerton series cuz I love Bridgerton. I'm actually almost done with the fourth book. I love that chick lit garbage. Don't come for me. <laughs> So I'm excited for season two, which I thought was supposed to come out in January, but they pushed it all the way to March. I'm very upset. So that's okay. Um, so I was rewatching that and I finished it. Of course, I had to binge it. I love it. Let me do, do this weekend. We watched something. But basically, this weekend was ultimate self-care where I got to like spend quality time with my husband, be with my cat. Dobby was under the blanket with us like the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Just moved to my side. It was just nice to be home. And we had actually bought enough groceries where we had plenty to eat. We had like lunch, dinner, whatever we wanted. Just relax. So it was wonderful to be in our own little bubble um, and in, and staying healthy. Like I didn't do any exercises because I didn't want to, but I can get back on it this week. I haven't done one yet today, but tonight I might do a cycling and maybe a bar class just to get back on it. Mm-hmm. So get myself primed and ready to do a challenge in February because you now that's going
0: to come up. Oh, yeah. I already signed up for challenges in February.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I'm ready to get. <clears throat> and I did lose two pounds. So. I did, I measured myself like in the morning. So when I first started the whole program, I was like around 171.8 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> when I checked recently, I was like 169
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's with exercise and like, of course, being conscious of my diet. So uh, I, I do eat healthy for the most part, but I will say there was a couple of nights where I had some pizza and some other stuff, which is okay. It's, I don't do
0: that. I gained a pound in my last weigh-in, but I'm like, maybe it's muscle. Cause like my clothes don't feel any tighter so I was like oh well maybe it's muscle mm-hmm. I'm helping I'm just gonna say it is so who cares <laughs> <laughs> poor Michael so- he did a whole he did a whole dry january expecting that he was gonna lose like a bunch of weight cutting out all the beer he didn't lose anything <laughs> he <just did>. Oh. <laughs> he was so bad he's like what do you mean I just didn't drink alcohol for nothing and I didn't lose any weight I was just laughing so hard <laughs>
1: And I have been keeping a bullet journal. So for the month of January, I've read four books, and I've been keeping track of like my fitness goals in there. So I've been keeping like little notations about. I know most people use bullet journals to keep themselves organized, but I'm a super organized person. I just keeping it more as a record keeping fun thing. If I find something fun or interesting, I'll put it in there, just keep track. Sometimes I'm curious, like how many books did I read this year? Now I can actually go back and say four in January, this many in April, blah blah blah, blah and then keep track of
0: that. I used to keep track of that on Goodreads so I could get book recommendations. I'm still working fuzz, going through fuzz right now.
1: Yeah, and I kind of like jump around, like based on what I find interesting. So I read one, well, two fictions, I guess. I read a fiction, a nonfiction, another fiction, which is the Bridgerton book. Mm -hmm. And I read Japanese manga. So I have my variations, whatever I'm interested at the time. I am going to read for the month of February, The Ichabod by J.K. Rowling. Don't come for me. I still (laughs) like her writing.
0: Oh, God. Chelsea Jackson Roberts has a live indie rock slow flow yoga class tonight at six.
1: I won't be able to make it.
0: I have a 90 minute massage self care. Wow. It's a long time to be touched.
1: I love it. Maybe I'll go to this one. Self care is important, people. Okay. I can't wait. I'm like, oh, rub out all the kinks.
0: (laughs) No, thank you. I don't want strangers touching me. My self care was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City today.
1: Sarah is not a stranger. Sarah is a family member. I see her all the time. She's not my family member for real, but she's a friend. We
0: she's become family. <laughs> got it. Got it. Let's be clear. What else did I do this month? Well, I start. We we continued our side project of this podcast. We did. And all you're the month. I'm changing over your career. Remember, you're trying to. I'm. I'm trying to figure out my career. I mean, I. I'm just. I'm very scared, and I did send out two resume packages and realized that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get these jobs, but whatever. It's fine. (laughs) I did a resume scanner for another job and they were like, well, your resume scan matches 20% of this job description. So you're less likely to get noticed. I was like, (sighs) searching for a job right now is so incredibly weird with all the games that like recruiters have to play and companies have to play scanning your resumes in these um, resume scanners just to see if you meet their basic qualifications because they don't even look at them. They're just like in and then they sort them out digitally. Like, so you have to play these word games on your resume, which is so frustrating because they don't even look at them unless you meet the minimum requirements, which means you just have to put in a whole bunch of keywords and stuff. And it's just like the games, the games. And I keep hearing like all this different stuff. Like don't bring a resume to an interview, bring your resume to an interview. And I'm like what? And then they're like, don't use this size font. Use that size font. Don't put this. You have to write that. Don't use these words. Those are old. Don't use a word document. Everything should be in a PDF, but you should use a word document. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have one of both. Whenever I do it, I have
1: like a PDF and a word document version of the same document in case people are like, I don't
0: have PDF file, which if you don't have a PDF and I'm not working for you, what backwards, not to- I can't do my, my resume in the word document. My resume is beautiful. And formatted, but yeah, I spent like the weekend too, like trying to figure out the keywords to put in here and the soft skills and the hard skills. And then you have to like um, place like measurable achievements. Like how many awards did you win at your job? And I'm like, my job doesn't give out awards. Yeah, I'm not an award winner because nobody gets awards. Yeah, you have to do like measurable achievements, like uh trained 15 people in four months. Like, I don't like, this is not how my job worked. <laughs> I should, this is very difficult for me to figure out what measurable achievements are. They're like, well, go back and check your history. And I'm like, what? No, you like, yeah, I can't do that either. I didn't work in sales. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. You know, it's funny, like back in the
1: 1980s, you could apply to these things and they would just go to an in-person interview and then you'd get the job if you qualified enough. And it's yeah, like
0: right now it's like all algorithms and resume scanners. So they, and I think... It's, it's problematic for some people because one, you may not realize that there are resources to help you spice up your resume to look pretty for these, you know, AI machines. Um, B, what if you don't have access to a computer on the regular to like Hansen? Because you have to change your resume for every single job that you apply to, to match the keywords. So like I've already rewritten my resume like four times and my cover letter. It's annoying um so yeah if you don't have access to a computer on the regular you can't update your resume all the time I mean honestly this is like classist and racist in that sense the way that they can just eliminate you
1: like it's very discriminatory as well it is
0: discriminatory
1: also when they tell you like oh if you're gonna do an entry-level job they're like oh you have to have a master's degree or at least a bachelor's degree minimum it's kind of like for an entry-level job associates should be sufficient for an entry-level job
0: i remember we were looking for a job for michael not too long ago just for giggles and they have like an internship that required a master's degree and it was unpaid you know what i'm saying it's ridiculous it's like i want you to go back to, to get no, this degree. no yeah it was pretty wild pretty wild and i was just like who in their right mind would sign up for this and say this is acceptable to pay someone with a master to not pay someone with a master's degree just pay i don't understand I don't understand what is wrong with companies. I don't understand. I hope this pandemic really like changes people's perception of the value of workers because people don't want to work for that anymore. They're not standing for that. And that's why so many people are resigning and retiring. They're just tired and done with it.
1: Yeah, on the news, I think this is telling me about that a lot of companies are now offering all these incentives just for you to work like, Oh, we'll pay for your school. This and not the other, like I think college tuition is something really yep. big right now that mm-hmm. they're offering. And some other stuff, some kind of like, well, thank God it's about time, but it's kind of funny how like everything's turned into kind of an Oprah Winfrey situation. It's kind of like look under your chair. If you work for us, you've got, you know, $10,000 bonus. You got this, this, down the other. And I'm kind of like, it should have always been there.
0: You know? Well, it used to be, I think a lot of companies back in the day when you would spend like 30, 40 years at a company, like you get a decent salary, you get health insurance, you get life insurance, you'd get these benefits. Like you get promoted within the company. So like you were actually a member of this company. But for whatever reason, capitalism was like, oh, you work for the company, but you're really just like the small piece and we don't care about you, you're replaceable. Mm -hmm. You're more of a replaceable person. And now it's like, people are finally, no, I'm not a replaceable person. You cannot expect me to live on $7 an hour. Mm -hmm. Like that is obscene to ask someone to be like, well, maybe you should get another full-time job. No, Karen, no. I don't care. Somebody at a fast food place should make a livable wage and not have to have two, three, four jobs to be able to just like live comfortably. That's obscene. And to say that these are just like jobs for like high schoolers, like, okay, okay. So if they're just for high schoolers, then all your cashiers, all your like, you know, fast food restaurants, they'll be open between the hours of five and nine o'clock at night because the kids have to go to school during the day. So get ready to do all your errands in the evening and that's it. Like if you want those stores to stay open, it's adults that will be working during those hours during the day. And they need to be, they have families and things and bills, like get out of here. Well, hopefully it changes for the better, but it's kind of like so
1: volatile right now. It's a scary place. Cause even like with me, like I am transitioning from having gone part-time for couple months now, I didn't it was part time March of last year. So if I would have gone to this March, i would have been a year. So, you know, take it that we will. So I'm like thinking, like, finally going to take a full time job, which is scary because I'm kind of like, i have gotten really used to like three days of working full time and then like having those other days to take downtime for me and do things that I find enjoyable. So I'm kind of nervous to see how that's going to affect me and how that's going to impede anything that I have in place for like my work life balance, and my happiness. But I also have like a plan C this because i'm kind of like well if it doesn't work out i can always fully invest in my business which i'm already starting to put the building blocks on mm-hmm. because my goal is to eventually work for myself and work from home and or on location if that's what people want me to do and just make my own schedule that way because i feel like i do enjoy having my time and being flexible because what i hate is so i work a nine to five mondays through friday when does that leave me time for me because i have to ask for permission like oh by the way i have to take this day off for you know of doctor's appointment or I have to go here for this or i have to go do that and then it's going to take away i have to use my pto to go do a personal thing which sucks
0: because mm-hmm. like
1: a lot of things on the weekends aren't open so i'm kind of like oh to do that crap again so we'll see how it like all pans out but it's just right now to me is a stepping stone so i'm gonna see where it goes from there because I come to the conclusion that i don't want to like pull my eggs in any sort of basket anymore i mean at this point like you said People are hiring everywhere. I'll eventually find out where I need to be. So hopefully this works out, this new position. Mm-hmm. And if not, I have my own business, hopefully it will by the end of the year, kind of be on the way to being successful. But we'll see, it's like, it's all this uncertainty, but hopefully there is light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, that's all we hope so. But I mean, I think overall, we've accomplished our resolutions. Like we did say we wanted to change some things in our lives, be more health, uh, health conscious and do these, fitness things for ourselves um mm-hmm. and we, I think I've been very kind to myself this month Where you know there are times where I was like mm, I should be working but I want to like just veg out and watch tv and or play a video game because I deserve to not be working all the time so I think the the old us being raised as like 80s 90s babies I'm very work oriented so they're like we're not working we're kind of like what are we doing this is weird mm-hmm. so I think giving myself allowance feel like it's okay to have downtime and then get back on the horse when I feel like it which I have, um, and just finding I guess a purpose because I think that's what people want at the end of the day. You want a purpose, but you also want to have like your personal life balance, and it's just finding out how to make it all work. And I think as long as you're conscious of that, it's achievable. And I think I'm I'm getting there. And I I've come to a point too at my, my career where I'm like I'm willing to come meet you halfway on this sand, and hopefully you'll come meet me halfway. And if you're trying to go a different direction that I don't feel comfortable with, I'm more than happy to cut ties because mm-hmm. I learned having done this now for like 17 years that i don't need to kill myself for a check or anything like that and my husband's very supportive of that and right i have a a backup plan
0: i agree i mean i think we did okay this month with our stuff i didn't get another job yet but i had become a little more brave in regards to finding a job And hopefully it'll happen and I'll get a job that will give me health insurance. Cause I miss having health insurance. I do. (laughs) I really do. I miss having health insurance. I miss like being able to not worry if I'm going to get sick. Like every time I don't feel well, like, Oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost out of pocket to go see a doctor? I would love to be able to go see a therapist. I've never had the opportunity to do that because of, um, lack of insurance and the insurance I did have didn't cover that or they'd cover like one visit they're like yeah you're good so I would really like to be able to finally get diagnoses of what I suspect I have which would be great so <laughs> I could sign up for a service dog <laughs> this my service dog I'm gonna take it everywhere
1: that's <laughs> no, true like there are things that it's good to do like for like thank god I have health insurance for my husband like I went to a dermatologist to made sure that my skin was okay. Since a friend of mine who loves a son, you know what got her skin done. She was like, Oh, you know, it did have a cancerous lesion." So I was like, you know what? I've never been checked in a while. made to make sure I'm okay. And it did do a biopsy and it was negative, but I'm very conscious now, like things I didn't know before. Like I didn't know had stuff going on my hair and they were like, here, I give you this medicine for this and take care of this problem. I was like, what? Oh my God. So I'm being a lot more health conscious of like taking care of my body. Cause I only have one body. So I want to make sure it's healthy, it's functioning, it's good to go. Um, you know, going to see OBGYN this year, I have to do that again as much as I hate it. All women are like, oh, hate that thing.
0: Um, but it's basically it's cold in the office, it's just too cold. It's always I cold. It was, I just wish it could be warmer, but I know why it's cold. <laughs> I it just I wish at least the bed
1: could like the thing you lay on, whatever it's called, bed, couch, lounge, whatever, was at least heated, you know. Why can't it be like a spa treatment? you're gonna be going down there. Oh, I had
0: an ultrasound once done and like they had the warm gel. Oh, what a difference. Yeah. I just wish it was warmer. That's all. Yeah,
1: gel, some aromatherapy. Can we just change it up a little bit? <laughs>
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: I, like all the plaster posters of like, this is your vagina. This is what a baby looks like in your body. Like, what is this first grade? Like I'm over this.
0: I know what a vagina is. Thank you.
1: I've seen it several times. Um, but I have to do that and have to do like I have to find a new dentist because I had issues with my last dentist and I will never go back there. I'd rather throw a grenade at that place.
0: I love my dentist. I haven't, I'm due to go next month to have my teeth checked out, but he's so far away from where I live now.
1: Yeah. I need to find a new dentist. Someone that's going to listen to me. Cause I hate when I go to this other one. If I say, "Mm, I think I'm grinding my teeth at night, Can I get a mouth guard? Well, no, we can't do a mouth guard because I'm like, why are you so annoying? Like if I say I want something just do it, I'm paying you for the service. Or why, would
0: they just, why can't they just do a mouth guard? Because, I don't know, she makes all those
1: annoying excuses, but I don't like her. I can't stand her. She's... Yeah, maybe she
0: should get a second opinion. That doesn't make any sense Why they couldn't just give you a mouth guard if you're yeah. grinding your teeth.
1: Three times already. Like, there was one time, apparently, allegedly, all dentists do this. I don't think so. I'd never experienced it until her, where I had told her I had pain on a tooth. And she literally took the mirror and tapped my tooth rather vigorously. And I was like, that freaking hurts. Like, I was going to punch her um i just told you it hurts thank you yeah i was like there's no need to slap it with your metal object um so that other thing so and they're also very obsessed with orthodontic like everything has to be perfect like we can make your teeth straight and beautiful and this like if i wanted fucking veneers i would have gotten veneers like no need that i'm I'm just fine with the way my teeth look exactly like i'm okay with my teeth maybe i'll whiten them a little bit if i wanted to that's about as much cosmetic surgery as i want to do but they're always had like this. And I'm like, I just need to be somewhere else. Like, are you are trying to sell me a service? I just want to get the basics and what I want. So I'm on the market for a new dentist. If you're out there, call me. If you're in New York area, <laughs> um, what else I need? I need to get my, my eyes checked. I haven't had my eyes checked for two years.
0: Hmm, I did that last year, actually, although I'm due again, um, because I have to get my license renewed this year. And they're going to be like, can you read this? And I'll be like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So my glasses are updated. So my goal for February is to find a new dentist, get an OBGYN appointment, get my eyes checked, um, and get new glasses and contacts. I want both. I'm getting my hair done tomorrow because I need to get it fixed. These knots in my hair are just too much for me. Um, what else is a goal of mine? Just a fun goal. I want to get my eyebrows like threaded and tinted.
0: Tinted. I be- mm-hmm. So your so it's eyebrows are like, so like full right now. I you know, but it beautiful.
1: like beautiful. So when I do my makeup, I, I could just
0: ignore that one thing. I mean, they look very full already from what I, I can see. see. Like, I want to see if my eyebrows are hair. kind of spare, like they're thin, but that's because I have thin hair in general. But your eyebrows seem very full. And everybody says, said, it's not
1: do. I'm like, what is it going to make this like one point like over here? It's a little sharper. It's a little, I don't know, like over here. It's like the eyebrows are a little bit like. Uneven, like I'm gonna see what they can do. Hopefully, they don't come
0: out looking like a horror Natural fluffy eyebrows are in right now.
1: So, I wanna test it out, test the waters of my beauty standards.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to just even get my nails done professionally, but that's out of the budget when you're unemployed. Mm-hmm.
1: Like. Manicure, pedicure, I want that to the Another thing I noticed too is like, I'm a person I grew my nails out for my birthday month. So, I was like, I wanna feel like a mm-hmm. lady. Um, and even though they're not that long, they're about maybe like, I don't know, half an inch above your, my finger. I've learned that I can't stand long nails because I feel like I enjoy them with the two taps and stuff, but when I want to do stuff, it's just kind of a hindrance. And kind of like, I oh my
0: way. I don't, this is what I, I love the look of people with like long acrylic nails. Like mm-hmm. I love that. But when my nails, like right now they're a little long and they are interfering with my typing and mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they function on a day-to-day basis with these long nails. I have no idea. Like I love watching them show like how they pick up things with their fingertips and stuff. And I'm like, I I can't function. I don't I like making a fist. And then when if I can't make a fist, that like freaks me out. Like I hate the feeling of my nails like in my hands. I just can't. Like baby fist? Just like a fist.
1: Like I have to do a baby fist because I can't bend because of my nails right now.
0: Right, the nails get in the way, so you can't do this. And I'm like, ooh, it drives me nuts. But I love the way long nails look. And I was thinking about the time when I had my nails like silk wraps because I grew them out for prom back a million years ago. And I was like, oh, that was so pretty. And I didn't cut them like all summer. They got so long and ridiculous. But like, I couldn't do anything. But I was like, I don't want. Then it was the last. That was the last time I got my nails done in a way that was like not just like nail polish or whatever and that was in 2002 it's been 20 20 years since I've had my nails like really fancy with stuff
1: it's the little things too that count so I think like my goal for this year is like I want to like I guess I don't want to transition but I want to like want to evolve to the next level of myself because like you know you look at pictures of yourself growing up you're kind of like Oh my God. Like, that was me when I was like 12. <laughs> and Lisa Frank obsessed all these colors, whatever. And then you like look yourself when you're a teenager, you're like this awkward, like for us in the 90s, is here I am, awkward teenager, pluck my eyebrows to death. But it looks like one little
0: sharpie, like line for like a oh, stop. You're on your own there. I never did that. I did that. <laughs> um, I was I like, said, this is going to look stupid. I am not doing this. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, why did I think this was cool back then? And I never did that. So I'm ready to like,
1: and then I go, went to like my twenties, whatever. Where I was like wearing like I guess nerdy wear, where I'd be like, oh, I'm very into like this anime, this character, or this thing of cutesy with cutesy. Like I want to be more like a mature lady. Like I want to be like not quite a New York City housewife, but almost a New York City housewife where I have like my business casual streetwear, and then have like my business wear, where it's like, ooh, she's coming into the room, like hey, so cool. Yeah.
0: Does that happen for me ever? I just want to be
1: cool. So I want to see if I can evolve into this idealized version of myself. My husband's gonna be like, who is this?
0: <laughs> you, you inspired me to find um, a picture of one of my friends from high school with those eyebrows because she went in with those eyebrows. I said, um, I will share a picture on the Instagram of my
1: eyebrows and you guys can see how, the, you, you could say 110% in the 90s and I will never do that Ronald McDonald pencil plucking situation ever
0: again. I never had that. Like my eyebrows are pretty much the same as they were when I was like, I'm over right here. That's me. But you could see my eyebrows are what they look like now. So there's the proof. I'll show you a better picture of that. Um, but my friend, she really went in with her eyebrows. I swear to God. And like now that I'm looking at all of these girls, <laughs> so many of them really... <laughs> it's such a bad look what was wrong with us
1: we were the thing. i don't even know who started like i think that that was the era of like metallic makeup blue, blue eyeshadow lots of glitter glitter um those pacifier necklace thingies if people wore um
0: what else is in fashion um oh here we go. here's my friend so I was all about glitter because I was in marching band, so I used to wear glitter makeup as part of um, my uniform for marching band. But I also really like to wear glitter makeup in general outside of marching band season because I I just like glitter. So this is my friend. I don't know if you can appreciate her eyebrows, but they are so they're like little apostrophes on her face. Like she really went in. This is what mine. are her eyebrows. I'm gonna have to like beep out her name or something.
1: Um, so, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm the next, better fashionista version of myself, you know, where I be like, "Damn, I look, I look good, I feel good, I feel like a boss," you know. Or it's like, "Who's that girl walking down the street? Oh, that's Miss Davis." Right?
0: right. This is my ex-boyfriend in high school. Look at that haircut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much gel. <laughs> oh, gel was a big thing. You know, you know what I noticed too about the '90s? Mm-hmm. Like when you watch old videos of like Backstreet Boys or Instinct, the freaking frosted tips. And the gel is like, that is so bad. Why Gail would we in the that? Oh my God.
0: I hate that. Oh
1: God, I hate that. Oh,
0: cringe. What a terrible trip back in time.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to see or hear a cringe episode, we can share some cringy moments. We're more than happy to go through it with you guys. I
0: can't. 90s nostalgia is coming back, so might as well. Nineteen nostalgia. Well, I was uh, I was in high school in the two thousands, not fully the nineties. Everything about high school is such a joke. And are they preparing you for real world, like they have proms in real world. Hmm. No, none of this is like real world anything. I just of us during like um spirit week, eyebrows. Mine's <laughs> one. That. Bad. At least I don't think they were that bad. How cute I am. So cute.
1: <laughs> now i gotta check to see if my eyebrows are that bad
0: i'm so cute and so young look at those little glasses oh my god
1: okay you know what? it took a long time for my eyebrows to grow back because even when i was in um veterinary school i had those gosh darn eyebrows like look at that photo
0: <laughs> those eyebrows everybody just burn them was
1: really after high school that's when I, yeah they were bad but i think that was good i don't know why you people thought that looked good Well, I had a tan back then. I can't tan like that no more.
0: Girl, I had a tan once in 2000,
1: 1998. I had a tan. I look like a Latina and now I don't. My melanin has left me.
0: My melanin has left me. I have to find pictures of myself when I was like younger and moodier. And fun fact, the person who helped me make those eyebrows was my father. Oh, your dad helped you pluck your eyebrows? Yeah. That's cute. (laughs) He gave me those eyebrows. Okay, here's a picture I think you'll enjoy. And we were just, oh my God, I can't even get out of the album. This is like a bunch of moody teenagers. <laughs> I have a like that. Because that was like the, a period of
1: like grunge and all that
0: stuff of like alternative rock music. i too like- cool for this. Wait, but if you look the background, there's like Power Ranger like curtains. <laughs> We're my friends' brothers. We're being hardcore. We're so hardcore. I'm not the Pink Ranger, that's for sure. Oh my God, I can't with this. What is life? Oh, me in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my God, this is me during my chubby phase, which is now.
1: I also have some fashion faux pas that right now would be considered like inappropriate. Like I did wear a um, Chinese
0: silk dress, which would now be cultural preparation. Oh, but yeah, that was really that was really in the style. I remember that. That's pretty though. Pretty dress.
1: I look good in the red, but I will will never do that now because that's cultural appropriation. Um, Not condoning.
0: We learn and we grow from the things that we make mistakes on. I can't believe I don't have any marching band outfits. I know. To show you, maybe I can. I don't know.
1: Fashion faux pas. But yeah, I want to try to become that um, boss bitch that I want to be in my heart in real life. So we shall see. I'm going to breathe into existence now with my hopeful new income. I'm going to go crazy. I'm really
0: into looking at my pictures right now. I'm going to live in the past right now. Fine. Excuse me. Okay. I have, do you remember this movie? The Craft? No, what? Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> You're wearing black as
1: soon it was a craft. <laughs> no. Well,
0: it's Josie and the Pussycats, girl. I was Josie. You can appreciate the fact that I spray painted my hair red. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My friend's wedding. Oh, my God, girl. I was gorgeous at one time. Look at me. Gorgeous. Where's that girl? <laughs> she's <No>. dead. <laughs> she's oh. absolutely dead. Well, she's TikTok
1: where it's like you telling your younger self not eat all those carbs because you're not going to be skinny forever. <laughs> I am what is that i am gorgeous we can get there again girl we're gonna get our second revival i'm telling you i'm gonna treat my late 30s like i'm back in my 20s except not parting as hard
0: i i mean i look good in that picture i'm not getting rid of it it's not happening
1: <laughs> into the <bottle>. <laughs> Well, <laughs> michelle's going down memory lane we'll I- end the podcast here <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoyed our revelations and us talking about you know how well we've done with our resolutions and where we're going forward. We'll keep you posted on the fun things. Um, maybe we'll share some of our cringy moments with you guys on IG. I'm sure you guys will enjoy that. Uh, who doesn't like looking back at themselves and saying, oh, God, why did I do that? <laughs> well, until... Is that about I- my eyebrows. That's for certain. Exactly. I left my eyebrows in the past, but they're back now.
0: So, yeah. you enjoy thanks this for podcast. joining us on our... <laughs> discussion about new year's resolutions and whatnot i graduated high school it's true um
1: yeah hope you guys enjoyed it and if you guys do want to have a cringy um moment and talk about it on the podcast let us know we'll definitely dedicate a um podcast episode to that talking about you know fashion faux pas of the past and cringy moments and what we did didn't do in our past and how we've changed but and hopefully you guys we want to share some of your cringy moments you guys can hit us up on the Instagram account of Cat and Chill Pod. I think we also have a Twitter too, if you guys wanna get on that. Maybe we'll start a hashtag cringe moment, (laughs) see what people think I wanna share. But thanks for joining us. Hope you guys have a good day. Bye.